1: everybody what is going on welcome to the 100th episode of the football guys dfs power grid it has been presented this year by rotogrinders.com i'm dan bach been a pleasure playing host on this show with these guys of course we've got devin knots we got tip and pick and we have phil alexander and uh, here cheers fellas 100 episodes uh absolutely incredible devin's still working off the hangover from last weekend's uh, wedding. That's fine. Drinking the coffee. I get it. But we're going to do some special stuff for you. We got giveaways. We're obviously going to be talking the DFS slate. And uh, and having a good time. That's what we do on this show. Greatly appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Not just this year, but over the last couple of years that this uh, this show has been going on. And if you're out in the YouTube chat... Give us a thumbs up. Make sure you hit that bell so you get all the notifications about the new episodes uh, coming on football guys and wherever podcast you might be listening to leave a review. Be nice to us because it's episode 100. Um, Devin, you're the ringleader here. You're saying we're going to have goods. So we're going to have some fun. What's the plan for today?
2: All right. So here's the deal. if you are into memorabilia or if you want football guys subscriptions i think we're giving away five subscriptions i'll post all the details as far as what we're giving down in the comments but you have to like the video and comment on the video in order to do that you will get entered into a raffle we will announce the, the winners next week on next week's show um so important two steps like the video and comment we're giving away a couple fun things nothing crazy but for those that are into sports cards, we're giving away a, a Troy Aikman rookie, an Aaron Rodgers rookie, a couple of mini helmets. Uh, let me see if I can grab these here. A.J. Dillon for you Packers fans. And then we have one that's topical for this week. Taysom Hill maybe, maybe starting a quarterback this week. And then uh, a couple other things for you Clemson fans. So uh, Travis Etienne signed picture. And a uh, T. Higgins signed card, um, and then we're giving away. Like I said, we're giving away some football guy subscriptions for the rest of this year and next year, and um, it's going to be fun. So hey, uh, we're we're in too on subscriptions. I didn't. Okay, <laughs> I told you. I was is in, in too.
1: Everybody's okay. in the party. We'll we'll do football for the rest of this season, and then we'll do some football for next year too. So we're in on that. My my only request is for one of the contests. Okay, can because I I, I know some of this is going to be random, but we're going to do a contest here, and it's the first person in the YouTube chat who can identify the song that John sang in drag (laughs) when we used to do the Football Guys Roto-Grinders show years ago, and John actually dressed up as a woman, wore a bra, and put in the comment section what song that was it probably exists somewhere on the on the roto grinders podcast feed or our youtube page but uh john that's that's what i'm putting out there so this is a
3: wild goose chase nobody look for that that doesn't exist
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's been uh it's been awesome so uh we're excited for that so be sure to uh leave a nice comment in there we'll pick out some winners for you guys and uh, certainly appreciate you guys you know joint being with us on this show uh you know i won the three man last week Devin was too hung over to to enter so uh i think i've won two out of the last three we said we were going to show the lineup but unfortunately we were we were too busy with getting our memorabilia together so we'll have that for you next week but let's jump on in because it's another week of dfs that's what you're tuning in to this show for and uh this week i think a lot more interesting for us from a game total point of view, John, last week was kind of a dud. Um, this week looks like we've got some really interesting storylines, and what a week it's been! Like ton of news already here, and we're not even to the weekend yet.
3: Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting week. You know, obviously the the, the sad news coming out of Las Vegas with Henry Ruggs. Uh, but we've had a, a slew of um, COVID, um, A.J. Green. I mean, we'll talk a lot about the, these things throughout the show. But then we have some quarterback information coming down with, with Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. And so, um, you know, the Vegas value chart that I, that I put out on, on Tuesday, uh, I went back to update it today, that, that being Thursday. And it's, it's changed dramatically. We've got three games that are, that are fairly high, high of interest. Um, you've got the Vikings going over to um, uh, Baltimore to play, take on the Ravens 2 high powered offenses. And um, you know, Lamar Jackson looks like a, like a pretty good play this week. We'll talk about him. Um, The chargers take on the Eagles uh, and both of these games have 50 point totals. And then just a notch below that uh, Denver traveling down to Dallas to take on my Cowboys in a game that I like quite a bit this week for fantasy purposes. That's 49 and a half but I included in that upper end. Uh, as far as like team totals are concerned, though, there isn't a whole lot uh, at the high end this week. You got Buffalo taking on Jacksonville. Your uh, your Jags, Dan. It looks like this is a blowout in the making. Um, on the road, no less. Uh, so Josh Allen going to be super popular this week. And then we, we talked about uh, the rest of those those teams. The one that kind of stuck out to me, and we'll talk about them, the Miami Dolphins um, taking on Houston. I guess it's going to be that, that type of uh, thing this year with anybody who plays Houston is going to have a high team total. The Dolphins, as of tonight, have the fifth-highest team total on the Vegas board at 26 points, and they get a lot of cheap players, including uh, Tua, who we'll talk about in just a moment at 5,800, who I think led you uh, to victory last week in our three-man, if I'm not mistaken, Dan. No,
1: I use Josh Allen. I, okay. I uh the week before we went I went with two I believe you did as well. Yep I went with the Allen Diggs combo and I was absolutely despising Stephon Diggs until he got the touchdown and then everything just kind of
2: like first half was away.
1: rough. But it was really rough because he was so cheap on FanDuel too. I had him in in like forty percent of lineup, so kinda got bailed out a little bit there. Uh Devin, let's start with you in the quarterback front because this is sizing up to be an incredible week and i say that and especially for tournaments because we've got guys on the cheap that we can go to because we're without uh aaron Rodgers. we've got Taysom hill back under 6k um and you know plenty of other names to consider as well and then of course we've got the high-end guys that john mentioned so let's start with cash what do you think the right direction is to go there because i think in tournaments there's like the, the the list is is very long this week
2: i i I think this week it's one of two guys i'm not going with the low end guys i'm probably as of now going with with lamar jackson against minnesota cooper rush tore this defense apart last week They're for 325 yards and two touchdowns i would love to get up to josh allen he's playing at an mvp level that 900 if you can find a way to do it by all means, do it. But I think it's going to be challenging. I think it's going to be a little bit difficult. There's not a lot of great values. We'll get into some of those in a little bit. But uh, for me, I'm probably starting with Lamar Jackson uh, this week and just trying to figure out the rest of my lineup.
1: You know that that's what happened, boys and girls. When you when you when you when you throw Trevor Lawrence's name out last week in cash, you <laughs> go safe this next week. And I'm with you because. I think Lamar Jackson's going to be going to be the chalk and rightfully so. And John, you, you had your little black eyed Joe. It seems like you're in agreement with him is, is the top target there for cash.
3: Yeah, I think he's the top target for all the reasons that Devin has said. And uh, you've also got some questions in the backfield there. I think Latavius Murray looks questionable as well. Not that that's a, a big, a big issue, but um, you know, any, any additional um, opportunity that Lamar would have inside the red zone. um, it, It counts for something. I also like, uh, I agree with Devin um, wholeheartedly on his calls. I think that um, Lamar is, is the play. And then if you can get up to that extra 900 um, to get to Josh Allen, that makes a lot of sense. If you are going on the lower end, um, I don't recommend going down. I mean, the highest, the highest value on my board is, is Jordan love. Um, and although I, I like him as a prospect, I don't think you need to go there this week. There's enough value elsewhere uh, that you don't have to take a, a chance on him. Um, <clears throat> I think Tua. Um, we, we we've talked about this in the Vegas the Vegas section. Tua is going up against Houston, 5,800. I'll basically I'll say right now the entire Miami Dolphins team is too cheap this week. And Tua, um, outside of last week where Phil um, called this uh, this um, very boisterous shootouts uh, against the Buffalo Bills that never happened. Um, outside of that too, has had some pretty good weeks over the past month, uh, four touchdowns, two touchdowns, two touchdowns, two touchdowns, including, um, three games approaching that 300 yard threshold that you need for the bonus on DraftKings. One of which did go over, uh, I, I think he's a fairly safe play this week, um, at 5,800. Um, but again, going back to where I started, Devin, he called it, it's Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson, if you can get there. Phil, um, are you
1: excited about this position for for tournaments? And by the way, I want to compliment you. That that hoodie looks like so comfortable. Like, oh it's, no, wonder, no it's lie, wonderful. Man. It looks <laughs> it looks like comfy season there. Um, but uh what do you think about this this quarterback position, man? Because, you know, Jordan we don't have four point four K um quarterbacks very often on a slate. Now, maybe there's not the high end guys that we need to jam in. So not that many guys are going to play him, but the matchup is pretty good against that Kansas City defense, so it's not like a a, a tough spot for him to come into. He's probably going to be throwing the ball 30-plus times in this game. Is he at all viable for you in tournaments, or are you nervous about the ceiling?
4: I am nervous about the ceiling. It's it's not plan A, let's put it that way, but I'm willing to bet when I run 150 lineups uh, through the optimizer, I'm, I'm willing to bet that I'm going to end up with a few Jordan Love lineups. Um, I, I don't know exactly which way I'm headed yet, just because I think there's so many other better plays. It, it's one of those weeks where there's not a chalk roster construction, really, because you could do just about whatever you want. Um, you know, Josh Allen is going to be chalky, but I want him in 10% of my lineups, too, just because that spot is so good. I mean, the, Jacksonville came off a bye week and, and Gino Smith like dissected them. Like, I, I think he threw like one incompletion the entire game. Uh, this is Geno Smith we're talking about. So I, I don't know, uh, you know, that you even want to get away from that in tournaments. John talked about Tua on the low end. Um, and then we, we've got like a lot of games in that Vegas, no man's land. And it's usually from that, from that um, range, you know, the 45 to 47 point totals uh, that I like to look in tournaments because one of those games is, is going to go over uh, and end up shooting out. And this week we got a lot of them. So um, for tournaments, I don't mind Joe Burrow uh, in the Cincinnati Cleveland game. I like both sides of Vegas and the Giants. I think you could play Derek Carr and Daniel Jones. Um, we talked about Taysom Hill. We need a little bit more information there. You know, Sean Payton is doing his usual, I don't know who's going to start. It's going to be both of them and, and who even knows what's going to happen. But um, there's that. If, if Kyler Murray is healthy, I don't mind him uh, in, in the Arizona-San Francisco game. And even um, Tyrod Taylor on the other side of of the Miami Houston game projects pretty well at five thousand.
2: You need know. thirteen quarterbacks there. I, That's what it, it's one of those weeks <laughs> I mean, though.
1: Like I mean, 30, I, yeah. yeah, but you can know, can we can we talk about Taysom Hill or
3: quarterbacks? Can we talk yeah, about I, Taysom Hill real quick? Yes,
1: please do because if he, like his stats last year when he was a starter were incredible. So if they come like, out he, say he's the starter. Yeah, he's gonna be mega chalky. He'll be that he'll be
2: if they come out and say he's starting the game I think he'll get extremely extremely popular. I mean you look at what he did last year he ran for 83 yards against Atlanta he ran for two touchdowns against Atlanta in, in the other meeting. he ran for two touchdowns against Denver. Um, so in the in his starting performances I think he's gonna get I don't think he'll get crazy but I think he'll get 15, 20 percent.
1: If they come out and say that's, he's, he's, that's higher than Josh Allen. No way. No if, way. They, if they come out and say he's
2: playing the entire game, yes. Wow. I mean, who are you going to stack
3: him with, Devin? He was. He was. It doesn't. He doesn't need to be stacked. It's, it's well, the that, same. Th- that's what drives that that ownership, though. I mean, it's it's you, you're gonna people aren't gonna. I mean, today. I mean, four years ago, you're right. Nobody did stack, but today people stack. Who are you going to stack him? But with? last
2: year, last year he was 25 percent in these games at 5500 5, 5300 and he wasn't stacking it with anybody
3: I hope well, I hope that happens this weekend then. You could
2: stack him with Alvin Kamara I mean it's it's a simple stack yeah, there I wouldn't do
3: that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean yeah, why?
1: I, I mean cuz that correlation was awful last year yeah. like I mean it was it was very negatively correlated between those two players if you're going to take a shot on him find a a wide receiver like Deontay Harris or somebody like that that's probably in the 3K range and, and maybe get lucky. I'm with you, John, especially, let, let's put it this way too. I think he's really more viable in like single entry, three entry max where you don't need that ridiculous variance to win. You don't need to hit that that stack with you know two touchdowns or that double stack to necessarily do it like you might in the Millie Maker. So I think he's more viable there. And But I also like, I get where Devin's coming from, but I also think the fact that we don't have certainty even at this point in the week is probably going to keep that ownership down just a little bit, but, um, but it'll be interesting. Now one day nobody brought up and I love playing guys who are great players who are going to be hall of famers, who are Baker former Mayfield. MVPs and everybody's like, Oh, he's trash. Mahomes is back to Texas tech. Mahomes. Nobody's going to play Patrick Mahomes this week when everybody's written him off. He's seven point eight k, so he's what uh, four hundred cheaper than Dan- than than Josh Allen. He has the stacking partners. Like this guy just suddenly didn't suck overnight. So I think Mahomes is a really interesting tournament play, and we've got him right now six percent given early in the week. Man, give me triple the
3: field of that. I'm okay with it. I, I think. Uh... Early on, Miko Hard- Hardman comes out as his top sacking partner. For what it's worth, um, but I do think you can go to the other side of that as well um, with with uh, Jordan Love. Um, I think there's a lot of value in that game right now because I think people are overreacting to um, Aaron Rodgers being gone. It's not like the Kansas City Chiefs have a good defense. Um, there's 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 a lot of goodness to be had in that game. One quarterback I want to talk about before we go on is Teddy Bridgewater against. My Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys are coming off a big game. I, I, I think this is a letdown game for the Cowboys. I, I, I think they win the game by a field goal. I don't think they cover the 10-point spread. I think this game is close. Um, the um, the Broncos um, have had a couple um, games of late the, that are of interest. I mean, they played against Washington last week in a, a really kind of a dull game. The same thing with uh, Cleveland the week prior. They won one. They lost one. Both were close. When they played, uh, I guess, lesser defenses, Teddy Bridgewater has had decent games this year. He's had uh, a pair of 300-yard games, one with two touchdowns, one with three touchdowns. And then he played another one against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers where he just missed 300 yards and had a pair of touchdowns. He's only 5,300, and he's got his full weaponry back. Uh, Jerry Judy obviously returned last week. And uh, when I looked at that receiving core, uh he comes out extremely high for me uh in terms of being a sharp player this week because of how cheap that receiving core is so don't sleep on him and um you know and we'll, we'll get to this uh in the tight end section please don't go to me first because i i don't know how to um say the fellow's name
1: okay <laughs> i will what just before i get to the next position there's some CD Lamb news like it sounds like he got you got tripped up a, a bit in practice um mm-hmm. and Sounds like he might be even in question this weekend. Does that enough to take you off of Prescott, John, if Lamb would, would miss this week?
3: Uh, no, uh, not at all. I mean, I, I think I think all that does is just kind of concentrates uh, targets to Amari Cooper, who I already liked. And um, I, I read Michael Gallup might be coming back this week. Have we heard any uh, updates on that just yet? Gentlemen. He's <laughs> back at...
4: Yeah, Good. he's back. He's he's back at practice, but you know they've been slow playing it with his yeah. comeback. So I don't think it's a hundred percent either way as of now.
3: Yeah, I know. I saw Blake Jarwin's not practicing, so Dalton Schultz gets a uh, you know a tick up there, and and so if uh, C.D. Lamb's not there, then it just means you're you're heavy on Amari Cooper and Dalton Schultz, and uh, you might even do a team stack, right? You you run the the DAC uh Zeke who comes out pretty high we'll talk about running backs in a minute and then uh Cooper and then run it back with one of those receivers that I talked about in in uh Denver um I think it's it's a it's a sound way to to approach this weekend
1: all right quick recap for you cash games uh we think the the high floor of Lamar Jackson and uh, Josh Allen seem like the prudent plays in your cash games, uh, again, in GPPs. A lot of different ways we can go. Kind of ran down most of those names. Um, let's get into the running back position here. John, we'll lead it off with you. And, you know, an interesting week because we don't, you know, Derek Henry's on the shelf. McCaffrey doesn't look like he's going to be back this week. Uh, Kamara, he kind of takes a a step back if, if Hill would be uh, under center here. So uh, what's the plan for us at running back this week?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's you know you don't have that one guy as you said that's 9K. So you can go a bit lower and uh, and still be okay and make a decent lineup. When I when I started kind of uh, playing around with lineups earlier today in my research, I basically landed on two two running backs. Uh, Zeke Elliott came out uh, highest for me. Um, You know, he's no longer 8,600, nine thousand dollars. He's he's seven K in a game that Dallas is playing at home. Um, you know, I've already gone on record. I think they win this game. I don't think they blow them out. Um, uh, I just think he's a, he's a really solid play this week for cash games. Uh, I also like, um, uh, Austin Eckler against Philadelphia. It's another one of those games, high team total. He's a guy that, that, you know, he he plays all aspects. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Justin Jackson's hurt as well. So he should be getting a full bevy of snaps. Uh, he's 7,900. I think you can get both of those guys into your lineups. Uh, because there's not a whole lot to like at the wide receiver position this week. We'll get to that in just a moment. But I think my highest cash game wide receiver, and it's not because I intentionally did so, the highest priced uh, cash game wide receiver is 6100 So I think you could spend a little more at this position, spend a little lower at uh, wide receiver, and then you have some choices to make at tight ends, um, des- despite the fact that you're spending up a quarterback.
1: Amazing what happens when Cooper Cup is not on the main slate. Uh, Devin, uh, your thoughts on running back? Yeah, I don't know that I can go
2: with Austin Eckler. I mean, I, I think it's a fine play. Um, I just don't know that I want to spend $7,900 um, for him this week. I do like um, going just finishing the Eckler thought. I think the touches have been sort of all over the place. He had six carries against Baltimore in a game they got blown out, and he only had 11 carries last week. He did have six receptions, so that's positive. But I'm spending that much. I, I think I want a guy who I can trust a little bit more. I still don't believe in the touchdown pers- touchdowns that he's had. Um, so I'm going to look at a couple different players. I like Joe Mixon a lot this week. I know the mat- as a GPP play. I know the matchup is a difficult one against Cleveland, but Mixon's really been catching the ball um, along with running running the ball pretty effectively. Struggled last week, um, but I think he's going to go over overlooked. Um, I like Cincinnati just to go all over Cleveland this week. Elijah Mitchell, I'm going back to him. I think he was uh, going up against Arizona. Arizona's run defense is not as good as their pass defense. So I think that that's a solid way to look for both cash and GPPs. And then as a GPP play, I'm looking at Cordero Patterson at 6,300. He's basically a cheap version of Austin Eckler. Um, he's going to be popular, but you could even look at him in cash. Realistically, he's catching the ball. They're not going to be able to run it. So they're going to throw the ball to him, swing passes out of the backfield because uh, New Orleans run defense is one of the best in football. So I'm fine with Cordero Patterson in cash,
1: man. Uh, what do I know you hate it him? I, I, I hate mean, him. I didn't play him last week. Part of that was because I was lazy and didn't update my lineup after the Ridley news uh, came out. Um, Man, though, he still, like, lucks into it, though. I mean, geez, the numbers last week, if he doesn't get that touchdown, you're looking at 9 for 35 and 5 for 37. Like, exciting. But isn't Uh, that Austin Eckler? Like, it's... No, it's not. Austin Eckler gets way more carries. (laughs) No, he doesn't. No, come Come on. on. Now, Phil... 9-14-14. Phil nine, nine and John nine fourteen fourteen. That's right in
3: Austin Eckler territory. Guys. Austin Eckler's playing for a team that's that's got an implied team total of twenty six points, and the Atlanta Falcons have the second lowest team total on the board, and they're playing against a very good defense in New Orleans. But who yeah, else John, is going to score for them?
1: John, you held up the the yellow the yellow black eye Joe. Like you but,
3: liked not for cash games. He started off with GPP and he got over our buy in. He was like, oh, I like him in oh. cash too. No, that's. That's a different story for GPPs. I think he's a he's a fairly solid play if he stays below like ten percent. If he gets above, that won't be, dude. We got him at three right now. He's going to be one of
2: the most popular players this week.
3: Oh, if he's if he's that high, then then he becomes a bad play. I I I was looking at another site today, and they had him right at ten percent.
1: I mean, we might be high on that. I don't know if he'll get as high as we got it right now, but. Uh, but, Phil, sell us on on Patterson a little bit because you seem to like him, I and mean, you're our GPP guy. So does where does the, the roster ship need to be on him where you're like, eh, okay, like I'm going to fade it, or at this level, I'm willing to go 2X the field?
4: If it goes over 12%, I'm probably out. I would say somewhere right about around there. I was thinking a little bit more along the lines of of John that, you know, 10-12 is is where he would land, in which case I like him because you mentioned last week that he only caught five balls, but Matt Ryan only threw 27 times. Um, So in the first, or not the first game without Ridley, but without Ridley in the lineup, he had a 20% uh, target market share. And this week, I would say that the Falcons are going to have to throw 40. Uh, 45 times so i think you put his um his target projection back up closer to eight or nine uh, then you've got a high ceiling play because we know that he's got touchdown equity in that offense as well they use him in the red zone so you know th- those touchdowns are uh not exactly random you know what i'm saying
2: Leads the team in red zone carries and receptions
4: right um Are are we up to me
1: yeah, <laughs> John, I mean, Phil. I can tell you're anxious. You, you, you've got you've got some guys that you like, and you did mention Ezekiel Elliott earlier in the uh, uh, in the little face. So um, talk about yeah. him and, and whoever else you like in tournaments.
4: Yeah. So I, I've been making a habit of uh, of of crowning a player the the best play on the slate in any format recently, and Ezekiel Elliott is that guy this week. Uh, it's just the he's mispriced, right? Um, there's there's five to eight hundred dollars missing from his salary. The Cowboys are home, favored by double digits, implied to score about thirty. Uh, look at weeks three through five, right? They played the Eagles, Panthers, and Giants. Similar game scripts, and you got high end RB one production out of Elliott in those weeks. And um, the Broncos just made Dearnish Johnson look like Walter Payton in week seven. Um, I'm, as of right now, I'm not coming out, um, with less than 40% exposure to Ezekiel Elliott in tournaments. And obviously he's a great cash game play. The, um, the other guy that I wanted to touch on was Miles Gaskin. Um, cur- curious, where does, uh, where does Roto grinders have him, Dan?
1: Uh, we're right now pretty, pretty high on him. 23 and percent expected Yikes. roster ship. Um, and hmm. I, I, I mean, it's Houston, man, like 5.8. Hey, I, I mean, is it a better matchup than Mitchell versus Arizona? It's not price?
4: Yeah. See my, my thought process was that uh, I guess it depends on how much you think the crowd is going to gravitate towards Tua at 5,800, yeah, right? True. Because he's, he's easily stackable with Parker and Waddle who are both cheap. And my thinking was that if you combine the, uh, the ownership percentages of those three guys, you, know, then it, it kind of triples where Gaskin would end up, probably not at 22 uh, percent, at though. So I guess that remains to be seen where he shakes out as we get closer yeah. to Sunday. But my, my thought was that if those touchdowns for Miami end up coming on the ground, um, you're, you're flying past all those two stacks. And, you, and as a matter of fact, even if you're playing a Tua stack and you want to get different with it, uh, Gaskin has a double-digit target market share in every game but one this season and each of the previous four. So he's involved in the passing game. You could stack him uh, with Tua, whereas you can't stack Alvin Kamara with Taysom Hill.
1: Okay, I want to talk about a, <laughs> a, few, a few crappers. First off, John, can you, can you whisper for me? Just give me a whisper. Okay, there we go. I didn't wasn't expecting that, um, but I was hoping you'd say Boston Scott because you're apparently the Boston Scott whisperer, John. I tried to tell Ooh, you. Guys. Nice call last week. I mean, nobody wants to play this dude. I get it, but it is a good matchup. The Chargers have been dreadful versus the run this week uh, or this year, and you know we didn't even talk about Jalen Hurts. I guess everybody's ready to be all out on him after one game. How do we expect the Eagles to do offensively in this, in this matchup, their team total looks like 24. It's not garbage. Like that's, that's not, it's not horrible for this slate. So can we do anything with Boston Scott?
3: Uh, if you're asking me to be the, uh, the Boston Scott whisperer for two weeks in a row, I'm going um, <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to bail on this opportunity and, uh, <laughs> and say that i uh, I'm not interested in going down on the 100th episode of the Power Grid, um, counting Boston Scott. Uh, Look, you know, last week all I was saying was Kenneth Gainwell was probably not the play that folks were making him out to be because Scott could steal some action, and he indeed did that. And if you look at what they did last week, it was basically a three-headed monster. They had – I'm going from recollection here, but I want to say like 12, 12, and 13 carries respectively – and they, I mean, they scored 44 points against a dreadful Lions defense. Um, so I, I would just avoid this backfield altogether this week. Um, there's just not, there's not enough there, especially because all of their salaries are in that 5k range as well. So um, my recommendation would be to avoid it.
2: Best plan, um, best plan Vandal this week, Damian Harris. Going up against Carolina is 6,600. Um He's had over 100 yards in two of his last three games. Scored four touchdowns in three games. Um, Carolina's defense is sort of on. I've been talking about the last couple of weeks, but they're sort of on the fringe of collapsing a little bit. So um, good. He doesn't catch passes, so he okay. can't be in.
1: Let's okay. This is honesty time. Okay, everybody, yeah. look at the camera. Be honest here. When <laughs> you saw that there was a Gore playing for the Chiefs, did you think? Is that Frank Gore?
2: Absolutely. That was Frank Gore Jr.
1: <laughs> I thought it was his kid too. I did, cuz I knew his kid was in college like a year ago and he yeah. was, you know, getting close to to graduate and I was like, "Man, I'm pretty sure the old man retired, but his kid made it." So, no. But you mean 4K, it's no no
4: rela- no relation?
1: I don't believe so. I don't think huh. so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have just made
3: something up. I could have just said it not, I, t- I took brother. it for
4: I took it for granted it was a, a member of the Gore family.
3: It's his sister. <laughs> uh, Dan, can I throw one more one more before yeah, we move on to wide receivers? Yeah. For for uh, <clears throat> for GPPs as of today, um, I'm looking at Chase Edmonds as a big play, 5300. He's one of my one of my top tier um, tournament plays this week. You've got AJ Green. We're just about to talk about wide receivers, but AJ Green is going to be out. Um, Deandre Hopkins at best is going to be hobbled and potentially out. And we don't know what's going to happen with that, um, quarterback situation there. And that, that actually may end up playing into whether or not, uh, chase Edmonds is a great player or not, depending on whether or not Kyler Murray is active. But as of today, if Kyler Murray is active, those other two wide receivers and the questions there in chase Edmonds, he catches a lot of passes on DK. I think he's an excellent play. Um, i'm seeing anywhere from like five to eight percent uh projected roster ship on him and i i've got him at almost double that uh in fact he's my third highest uh running back to to reach gpp value behind miles gaskin and zeke Elliott, who phil was already touting so uh, don't sleep on chase edmond th- this weekend james Conner's not going to score two touchdowns every week
1: All right, a quick recap for you. In cash games, it seems a strong consensus around Ezekiel Elliott being maybe the top option for you for cash. I think Austin Eckler absolutely in play. Um, Cordero Patterson, uh, definitely some love from the panel on him this week. Miles Gaskin, Eli Mitchell, a couple other names for you in that price range of 5.8K on DraftKings that you can look to play. Hey, I'm going to do one more thing, Devin, because I'm going to make your life easier because we want these people to... Get in the comments and leave their name. They Should they leave their, like their Twitter handle? How are you going to reach these guys? You can't, you know, YouTube yeah, makes Twitter, it tough on us. Yeah, leave your Twitter handle or email <laughs> or something. See, yeah. Some, leave way, Twitter, to some, some hand, way to contact. Instagram, who cares? To, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tw- Twitter <laughs> handle. We don't need your social security number. We just might. Twitter we handle. Might. That, that would help. Dana uh, birth uh, mother's maiden name, all that will definitely help. Uh, So we'll get uh, those prizes out to you guys. Again, if you're listening to this on podcast, don't worry. Going over to the Football Guys uh, YouTube feed, leave a a comment over there as well. And uh, as always, thank you guys for joining us. If you haven't checked us out over at Roto Grinders, great time to do it, especially if you want to go out and grind some other sports out there. we got so much going on. College hoops, I think, believe it or not, like starts up in a week or so. So our combo package, you can get legitimately every sport all of our optimizers, the expert picks, check it out. And, of course, footballguys.com. Definitely subscribe to that free newsletter. Give you all the up-to-date news you need, uh, how to react to it, especially if you're a season-long player. It helps a good bit. So get those uh, waiver claims and stuff in. Man, I'm so bad at that. So bad. So lazy. Um, (laughs) Let's move on to the – Wide receiver position, like I talked about late earlier, no Cooper Cup, so sorry, Phil. You know it was going to be like another week of Phil taking a victory lap on on <laughs> on Cooper Cup. <laughs> You're going to have to find somebody else. But before we get to tournaments, Devin, take us through some uh, cash game targets this week at this wideout spot. Yeah, favorite
2: cash game player this week is T Higgins going up against Cleveland. I don't believe, like I said, I don't believe in this Cleveland team. They're unraveling. They have no leadership. They lost to the Steelers last week. Um, We've talked about how they've struggled against wide receivers. Deontay Johnson broke a long one last week, but Claypool didn't do what we thought he might, but I like Higgins quite a bit this week. Um, On the other side of the ball, you could run it back, not necessarily for cash, but I think Jarvis Landry's in a pretty good spot in a GPP. Um, Had a horrible, horrible fourth quarter. Um, Two or three drops, a fumble, just an abysmal game. And um, at that price, with Noah Beckham. You look at what he did last year without Beckham and he was he was pretty solid. So um looking up the board a little bit, I sort of I know it's gonna be a little bit how do you not like Tyree Kill and cash if you can afford him? He's turned into like this just quick pitch receiver that caught 12 passes last week. None of them were more than three or four yards down the field. If he continues that. I mean yeah. Kelsey's washed, which Ooh. we'll talk about tight ends Whoa. in a little bit. But oh, he hit age 32 and he hasn't done anything at the tight end position. So
1: <laughs> I mean I don't I mean the the these are the target numbers. 18, 9, 12, 13, 12. Those are his last uh, five games. And I don't disagree with you too, because if he's gonna get these short passes, it's just kind of PPR points. But we know he can still take one deep. It just takes one 50-yarder, and, you know, he's like – it's not – I'm not saying he's getting there on that one play, but, man, does that help pad the stats. So he's got a huge ceiling. I think he's a fine play in a week where there's not a whole lot of certainty. But as John alluded to earlier, he doesn't want to pay over 6.1K. I'm guessing, like we talked about earlier, Amari Cooper is probably going to be ridiculous chalk if we're without CD lamb this week, cause he's, he's sub six K this week. And, uh, you know, Denver, not an easy matchup, but dude looked pretty dominant against Minnesota that last week. And, uh, you take Von Miller out of that defense, uh, bye-bye some pass rush.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like, uh, Mari Cooper. He's probably one of my top plays. Um, the, I, I did like the, the Jarvis Landry call. I, I can live with Tyreek Hill. If you want to go there, Um, If I'm going to spend up though, typically I like to spend up at, at running back uh, just because you got the volume that's associated with that. I'm talking about cash games here. Um, The unless uh, it's Cooper Cooper cup, say again, unless Unless it's Cooper Cooper cup, which I think we've, we've agreed. He's the exception to the rule in 2021. Um, The one guy that, that Devin didn't mention. And I, I don't know. I'll, I'll defer to Devin on the—he's the fan rule guy. But um, on DraftKings, Hunter Renfro comes out super high for me this week. Uh, he's forty-eight hundred. Um, obviously, we know Henry Henry Ruggs is out of the equation, and there just isn't a whole lot there. He's a possession receiver. And he's basically the Cole Beasley of uh, the, the the Raiders, and uh, we all know how Cole Beasley does when when I recommend them. So uh, go ahead with uh, Hunter Renfro. Um, I did like the the T Higgins call. Uh, who else is on my list here? We oh Brandon Cooks. He's my 6,100 against Miami. Um, he's basically the only guy there that can can catch the ball, uh, and we know they're going to be playing from behind. And he always seems to get open. So um, I, I guess the messaging here is middle range wide receivers, high volume, um, and, and just uh, move on from there.
1: Uh, I uh, Fanduel, Devin. I know you play a lot over there. Stefan Diggs, lock. I mean, seven yeah. six over there. Like that's just lock and load against Jacksonville, right? I
2: think so. Yeah, I think it's stack those two with uh, Allen and Diggs, just like yeah.
1: last week. Yeah, I mean, you can you can go back to that well, and uh, he's going to score a touchdown in this game. It's just a matter of whether he scores multiple. Um, Phil, okay, let's let's hear it. Okay, this this will be interesting. You no know Cooper Cup, so. Who's the guy we got to play here this week, Phil? Prove he's just that you say, can do it when Cups he's just going to say no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: first, I have to recover from two things. Number one, uh, Devin like burned my uh, substantial eyebrows off with that Travis Kelsey take. My God. Uh, he's washed. Um, I, I guess we'll see if he fell off the age cliff. I mean, I, I guess it's possible. The other it's thing is. I'm gonna let the crowd in uh, behind the curtain a little bit. We have a, a show sheet that we refer to, oh, and it, it it lists some some uh, injuries, right? So that we we don't get any of the uh, injury news wrong. And you know, you've got stuff on there like you know Sterling Shepherd has a quad injury, and AJ Green has COVID, and then there's one that says Odell Beckham. Uh, his injury is hates Baker (laughs) and (laughs) who is responsible for that. It's been making me, that's John that's been making me giggle like for the entire wide receiver segment. Um, So yeah, uh, wide receivers for me, I agree in cash games with John's recommendation. What stands out is the mid range. You've got, Amari Cooper, whether uh, Lamb plays or not, 5700 is too cheap for him. Um, you've got Higgins, as as Devin called out. Um, both of the Miami guys, I think, are probably viable. Parker and Waddle are heavily targeted enough. Uh, Cole Beasley, again, if he plays, he's got a, a rib injury. He was out uh, of practice this week, um, so you got to keep an eye on that. But if he plays and Dawson Knox doesn't, I think that's what we saw the result of uh, last week, when uh, Beasley had one of his big PPR games. Um, moving on to GPPs, all on board with the Jarvis Landry call, uh, especially with Odell Beckham hating Baker. Um, the results didn't really jump off the uh, the screen last week, but uh, he was in on ninety percent of the snaps. He had thirty two percent of the targets. Uh, The Bengals secondary is far more forgiving than the Steelers. And there's just nobody else on that team to catch passes if Beckham's not there and Kareem Hunt is out. Um, So I think he's good for cash uh, at 5,100 or tournaments. And I think people just don't love playing Browns wide receivers, which is why he's also good for tournaments. Um, And then other than that, I'm going to get a little bit thinner uh, with these next two plays, but one is Christian Kirk. I, I think I'm I'm hearing a little bit of buzz around Rondale Moore at 4,200 with AG, A.J. Green out with COVID. Um, Kirk is probably a little bit more high variance because his targets are usually downfield. But if A.J. Green is out and if DeAndre Hopkins is is hampered with this injury that he hasn't been able to shake all season, um, it should mean more downfield looks for Christian Kirk, assuming Kyler Murray. Uh, is starting and healthy, and uh, that's a game that could certainly score a lot of points. And Kirk's played well this year, you know, kind of quietly, uh, over a, a 3x multiple of his current salary in three out of eight games. Um, and and at that rate, that that's much higher than his uh, percent rostered is going to be. Um, and then the only other name on my list, and and I don't know how I feel about it really, but you know Henry Ruggs. Um, first of all, terrible what happened there, but but second of all, he wasn't heavily targeted, so it's not like his absence creates this huge target void uh, in the Raiders' offense. But he did play a very specific role, and uh, that's as the downfield threat. Zay Jones is going to inherit his snaps, but he's not going to inherit that role. Zay Jones is a possession receiver. Um, so I think that some of those plays that you drew up for rugs could end up going to Brian Edwards who can get downfield and is a prototype, uh, physically anyway, a prototype wide receiver one in the NFL, uh, you know, if he bumps up to a 15 to 17% target share and he's at 4,100 and he's going up against the giants who are a, a bottom 12 pass defense, I could see him emerging as a one B to Darren Waller's one A, uh, with with Rugs out of the equation. Um, so I'll, I'll probably have a little bit I mean, of Brian Edwards in tournaments.
1: I'd rather play him at two percent than Renfro at ten to fifteen or fifteen to twenty, whatever you know that number comes in at. So uh, I don't think you're off there. Any any other guys have thoughts on Arizona because that is an interesting spot because Green is out and Hopkins he left the game didn't come back. You know late in that second half, um, after he re aggravated that injury, like if both those guys are out, there's just huge target volume to go somewhere, assuming Kyler plays. Um, is I mean, Kirk makes sense, but like Moore is really cheap at 4.2. Like, can we can we get behind him at all, Devin?
2: Sure, I mean, if it, it all depends on the health of DeAndre Dean Hopkins, I mean, he's a guy that. If he's on the field, he's still getting his targets. I, <clears throat> I don't, I don't think he's gonna, he's gonna be out there and, and for fifty percent of the plays. I think he's either gonna be healthy or not. If if he's out for whatever reason, I, I, I think Rondale Moore is as good of a play as, as what Arizona has. So I can see easily ten, you know, eight to ten targets, and and that might be low. So they're gonna have to throw the ball to somebody. But Zach Ertz is also a good play.
1: Yeah, I like that call um all right let's quickly re- quickly recap the wide receiver position cash games in particular uh i think Amari cooper t higgins both those names coming up a good bit renfro on the cheap under 5k um jarvis landry as well around that 5k number somebody that i think we can play um on the high end in particular on FanDuel. i think stefan diggs is uh, near a cash game lock at his price on that site Okay, let's move to uh, tight end position. John told us to wait (laughs) before we go to him. So we'll start with Devin here because he's got the fire take that Travis Kelsey is, is dust. I will say this much. He legitimately, like, something didn't look right with him last week. I don't know if he was concussed, if he, you know, had something to drink before the game. But he, like, just moving around looked bad. Like, did not look himself at all so i don't think he's done but that game certainly was concerning from what i saw last week tell me why you think he's done and uh and who do you like at this position so
2: as someone who just turned 32 you're all downhill you're all downhill <laughs> from from after that point no i'm, I'm joking um but there's there's a clear physical difference between myself and Travis Kelsey. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Anyway, um, he's not washed. Washed isn't the right word. He's just not elite anymore, and he shouldn't be seven thousand um, dollars. Something doesn't look right. He's not getting open. He's not. He's dropping the ball. I mean, he's not getting that separation of just how. You look at the last couple of years you're like, how did Travis Kelsey get 15 yards away from the nearest defender? And this year, every catch he's getting hit as soon as he touches the ball. So I'm very concerned about Travis Kelsey going forward. It's why I like Tyree Kill. They're trying these little pop passes. They're trying these little crossing routes. They're trying to get him in space. Um, does Kelsey have a couple more games throughout his career that he, he'll catch 70, 80 yards in a touchdown? Absolutely. But I don't think he's that guy that's 150 and two and if you're paying up seven thousand dollars the price hasn't come down enough for me um i'm sure phil will like him because he's not going to be popular this week so um but i i can't do it until further notice
1: all right fair enough um john on you um were you the one that didn't like dan arnold last week somebody didn't like dan arnold oh sorry Devin. (laughs) Yeah, I was I actually, just about everywhere last week. It's okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be um, wrong, be wrong everywhere in one week and then
1: be right the rest of the weeks and it, it washes out. It's all good. So, uh, John, what about you this week? Arnold, right off the bat, looking like another popular play this week. And he looked good last week. I mean, he was involved in a ton of snaps and a ton of targets. Uh, more than got there for his price. And uh, he's still subbed. 3.5 K on draftkings
3: yeah he's near the top of my list this week in terms of uh, possibilities you know he's getting into into a threshold though that um, I don't know I don't think you have to play him the way that I yeah. felt last week that you had to play um, the, the the cheap tight end and um, and I'm gonna cue you guys because I'm not even gonna try um, I got it uh, Noah fonts backup in Denver Albert's aqua
2: oh. oh.
4: Albert O.
3: Albert O. Um, Albert O. He's 2,600. He plays for Denver. You'll know the rest when you get there. But he's the the kind of lock and load candidate this week um, for for cash games at 2,600. Um, if you want to flip those two digits, 2,600 to 6,200, you can go with Darren Waller. I'm okay with that in cash as well. But those are my two cash game candidates this week. Waller, for all the reasons we already talked about, Hunter Renfro and potentially Brian Edwards. Um, that you know you just you're going to get some additional action there and waller i think i was looking just before we got started he's got a uh what is it a a a 20 market share of the team's offense this year when he's active when he's fully active so um i I like that and um you know las vegas has a fairly high team total 25 points on a week where there's not a whole lot of um, high scoring teams um but for me it's it's probably going to be spending down at the most uh, outside of defense the most highly variable position so that i can fit that expensive quarterback those two higher end running backs they talked about earlier and then the the mid middle tier wide receivers and then i'll just punt here at wide receiver and hope that albert o catches three or four passes for 30 or 40 yards and then it's gravy
1: um phil i'm gonna throw one name out before i give it to you i think this could be a a week to go back to gesicki as well um buffalo last week he has never played well against that team like hardly ever in his career he gets houston back this week and he was been just a, a really big target for tua and you just can't get a better game script here um than going against this awful houston team so he's sub 5k he's a guy i'm i think we can play um what do you think phil what you got
4: I like that call on Gusecki. Um, You know, Devontae Parker being active does cap his ceiling a little bit, but I, I think he's a solid play at 4,900. Um, I, I think that it the the discussion about tight end this week starts and ends with Albert O. Um, you know, you, you're, you're going to play him in, in cash games. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, th- this guy's got um, – athleticism and he's got red zone chops. He he's a he's a good prospect. He's just been behind Noah Fant who is drafted higher. Um if listen, if Dan Arnold got to what was he in the milli last week, 18% or something like that. It was it was higher than I thought. If Dan Arnold, you know, who is not your your prototype um popular play, if he got to 18% or close enough to it, uh, Albert O, I think is going to clear 20% in tournaments. And I think at that point, um, obvious, obvious fade, Um, you know, you got to think about what's the ceiling on, on Albert O. And what is the ceiling that he helps create, create for your lineups. And, you know, tight end is, is volatile, um, Jerry Judy was back last week. Noah Fant uh, saw just four targets uh, in the game last week. And Denver is implied to score, what, 20 points or, or thereabouts on the road in Dallas. Um, so if you see that roster percentage start getting carried away, and I would have to imagine it, it's going to, and you guys could correct me if I'm if you think I'm wrong. Um, just, I think you're wrong.
1: I don't think it's going to come in. I'm... I'm so, the I'm, problem
4: I mean, is you have
2: Tyler Conklin there too, who's going to get some love. He's looked yeah, good the I last mean, two weeks. I, you can fit Mike Gesicki. I like Mike Gesicki a lot. I think.
4: What, what's and, the well, hold on? What's the thesis here? What's the difference between Dan Arnold last week and Albert Oba Weba in? You don't week?
2: have to pay for Cooper Cup. That's a
1: that's actually a really good point. Roster construction. Sub,
2: it, there's quarterbacks that are sub six k that you can play. Last week there was nothing. So I, yeah, I there's.
1: And, and, like, there was a trend line towards Arnold, too. Like, he was starting yeah. to get more targets. That was, like, his, what, second or third game, you know, in that offense. And, clearly, they have nobody else to throw to. Like, once DJ Chark went out, Jamal Agnew suddenly became, like, their their top wide receiver. So, you got to factor. I mean, Albert, oh, yeah, he was, like, okay there at Missouri. Like, he's a good player there. But he's done nothing as a professional. He's got one touchdown week one. I mean, I will. I hope. I hope he is chalk because here, this is what you do. Normally, a lot of times I get nervous when there's mega chalk because you say to yourself, okay, I'll just eat the chalk and then win elsewhere. And, and even in cash games, if he is chalk in cash games, fade all day long, boys and girls. All day long, fade it to high heaven. And when he gets you about two fantasy points, you'll be way ahead of the field no matter who you take. There you go. That's your- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna
4: go on record that his his roster percentage is over fifteen percent this week.
3: Oh my goodness! No way! No way! I, I I'm just gonna add one layer of one one more layer here to, to really make it even more complicated. Um, he's the uh, as far as position player, there is a defense, but as far as position players, um, my model says there is no player this weekend who's more likely to hit four x value than Albert O. Take that its worth. It's thirty-one point two percent. Will I have thirty-one point two percent? I absolutely will not. Um, but he is—he is, is, he is uh, very highly rated.
1: You a scientist or a mathematician? Because I think there's some numbers that might be wrong in there, John. No, I, I, I know I, what I'm doing here. Okay. Okay. Um,
3: episodes of experience.
1: <laughs> Mark Andrews. We didn't even mention him. We got a a very popular Lamar Jackson, and this guy who's. He's pretty consistent every single week, and the price is not outrageous at 5.5 on DraftKings. I think he's probably, definitely in your GPP player pool and going to be a popular stack there with uh, with Lamar Jackson. Um, okay, quick tight end reset. Man, we're all over the map here on this one. Dan Arnold, uh, I'm okay with that play. Albert O, the guys in the bottom row are into that guy. Um, and uh, Mike Kosicki, I think we all were kind of in a consensus that he looks like. A solid play this week. Again, if you're joining us, thank you so much. And you too, leave us a comment. Uh, give us a thumbs up. That helps us. Leave us a review on iTunes if you're li- listening on the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. Great. Thank you. If you're listening on the Audible, great. Thank you. Leave a review. Listen on both. Why not? Um, okay. Let's get to team defense. And, oh, man. So, do we just play the Chiefs against against the, the rookie at, what, 2.3K on DraftKings. And, and I mean, playing the Chiefs defense feels like a dreadful move. But, man, rookie quarterbacks, and technically he's not a rookie. I get it. But they've been really, really bad outside of Mike White, I guess. So, um, is it just the Chiefs? Is that it? Is that the play?
2: In cash games, yes. Cash games, yes. Okay. GPP is my worry is that the, the Green Bay could run the ball – 30 times this week and yeah. just slow it yeah. down so i don't know that the turnover upside is there for a gpp
3: i agree don't don't play them in gpps they're going to get up to 20 percent um yeah. never never play a 20 percent on defense
1: i agree with that take um we've got the dolphins pretty popular too um right now they play houston the bills are expensive um I mean, maybe if you can play Albert O, you can get the Bills defense for four K over there on DraftKings. Um, throw me some other names out there, guys, because I, I hate team defense. What do we? How doing?
3: about the the Falcons going up against New Orleans with questions of quarterback? No, no appreciable uh, wide receivers to talk about. I like them at twenty five hundred, and then um, the Bengals going up against uh, Devin and, and Baker Mayfield at three thousand. I, I think that they're. A decent GPP defense. Packers against the
2: Chiefs at twenty eight hundred. Patrick Mahomes leads the league in interceptions. He's washed.
1: He's totally done. <laughs> He's totally done. Yep. Uh, man, yeah. you,
4: you got you got you guys are missing the spot. Mac Jones is on the road this week.
3: Oh yeah, that's oh, right. God.
4: You, you got to play the Panthers in the in the uh, Stefan Gilmore revenge game. Yeah, <laughs> I like
2: and that. I, I'm it. joking about
1: the Packers. Oh,
4: oh, thank you. <laughs> what about the, maybe
1: the Chargers against uh, the Eagles? I know it's on the road, but uh, I don't trust Jalen Hurts to to complete passes. I don't know. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but it's, it's not super cheap. But nobody's going to play it. So, um, all right, fellas, that just about wraps us up. Uh, congrats again! 100 episodes here of the Power Grid. Uh, we are wrapping this one up, and be sure leave yourself your twitter handle in the comments devin's got a bunch of goodies he's going to give away we've got some rotor grinders premium we're going to give away so uh good chance if you put your name in there you're going to get something from one of us so uh definitely do that we thank you so much again means the world to us to have you viewers and listeners to this show we love doing it with you each and every thursday night um final thoughts before we get out of here guys give me something that's going to win a tournament john
3: I'll give you a different final thought. How about um, how about I add to the uh, the swag? Um, I've got a staff issued football guys rain jacket. Rain jacket. So this weekend, whoever can make it rain, I'll post a contest. We'll do uh, (laughs) we'll do fifty people. First fifty people to sign up. Whoever makes it rain and finishes at the top, uh, we'll send them. We'll send them a, a rain jacket. Football guys, it's staff issued, so it's not. A, you know, you can't just buy. Okay. It. This is a collection. Is this is this tip and pick worn? I it may have been worn when I when I got it. It's not. You know, I I don't typically go out in the rain unless I'm golfing. And Then, <laughs> and then a, a, a yellow slicker does not look great in the golf course. So. <laughs> So it, like the uh, Gordon's fisherman with that thing on, right? Like, right. Big yellow jacket. <laughs> we'll uh we'll give that away to the person who wins the uh contest. I'll post it when I retweet our uh the link for the show.
4: Hey, I've I've got one last thought that's really a, a last comment. Uh big news for Dan Bach today, and uh congratulations is in order. Uh there's been a, a passing of the torch at, at Roto Grinders and dan is now the uh the big boss man from what i understand so congratulations dan uh amazing and uh very well deserved and um looking forward to uh to what you're gonna do over there going forward
1: thanks phil that's uh awfully nice of you to say and uh it's it's been incredible and you know i don't need to get too sappy into it but the the real thanks goes to the founders cal cam and riley who Conceived roto grinders, you know, over a decade ago, and uh, I've been preaching it this way. They've changed so many lives through DFS, including my own and and many other people here. Been able to make careers uh, out of hobbies, and it's been uh, it's been an awesome ride. So I'm I'm just excited to take the torch from them and uh, and carry it. But uh, thank you, Phil.
4: Really. Cheers, buddy.
1: Cheers. Cheers. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us here this week. We'll be back next Thursday for another edition of the DFS Power Grid here presented by Roto-Grinders and football guys. For Devin, for Tip and Pick, for Phil, I'm Dan. Good luck this week. Talk to you next Thursday.